0: Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go, so come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast.
1: We're going into pushing the envelope today, and I, this is this is something that's near and dear to me because I like the idea of what pushing the envelope means. Yeah.
0: And uh, uh, did you used to have something like in your email footer that yeah. said like? Nothing's been done until the first time it's ever been yep. done. Something like that, yeah. yes. So that's kind of the same. Like you've always had that yep. statement made yes. in every email. I remember when I worked with you. That, yeah. that was, Every and time people, I was like,
1: that's really cool. And people ask me like, where'd you? Where's that from? I'm like, that's from me, dude.
0: That's my. thing. That day. was yours. Yeah. 100%. Nothing's ever been done until the first time that's it was right. done.
1: And the reason I said that is because there's so many people like to, you know, somebody makes a recommendation. Like, well, that's that's never been done. It's like nothing's ever been done until the first time it was done. Yeah. And that and that's where the energy of pushing the envelope. Wow comes from, right? Which is kind of we, we should take a moment and talk. Hey, uh stick around every time I look this way, I look up. Yeah. Uh stick around uh because we have a big announcement at the end
0: that you're gonna right. you wanna, Yeah. Yeah, you uh, won't want to miss it. Yeah, don't miss that. So y- you miss it. You're gonna be lost yeah, after yeah. today. <laughs> so stick around. We're gonna announce it at the end. Though. And it's kind of tied to what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. It definitely is uh but I think about pushing the envelope I want to get your take on this but I think about pushing the envelope and why it's so important to me. And uh I believe it's i don't know if idiom is the right um is if it's considered an idiom like you know the whole nine yards and stuff like right. that but this is something to where i believe it has like an aeronautical um history to it and it had it had some sort of basis of this vessel uh is built for these parameters and when you are going beyond those parameters you're pushing the envelope right, right. and and i and now i'm filling in some blanks but i believe there's a part of the vessel that's like can called the envelope or we refer to as to envelop something, you mm-hmm. know, I I'm I really am filling in some blanks here. But the, the premise being that while the idiom goes back to uh aeronautical speech, um it evolved into everyday life. But yeah. the energy of what it is to push the envelope, I believe, has been since the dawn of man. Oh right? yeah. It's something yeah. that we've always leaned into.
0: Yeah, I think the definition is just to um exceed what we think is possible like that's the that's the definition of push the envelope right and like i said like you go back to the dawn of man the the idea of like cavemen having wheels Mm -hmm. right you know or bowls you know these were things they that somebody had to dream up Mm -hmm. you know and we've been doing that as a species since the age of the dawn of man yeah you know or even even prehistoric right so yeah it's it's and i we were talking before we even started this podcast about you know certain things that we could talk about during this and um you kind of mentioned like you felt like like humans are unique in the way that as humans, like we continue to like do that where you don't see a lot of other species really changing over the course of time and pushing <clears throat> pushing beyond what they believe is their right. limits. And right? it's
1: not to suggest that evolution isn't a reality in, in other species and stuff, because it is, but for the most part, the great white, he, he's doing what he's been doing the whole time. You know what yeah. I mean? They're
0: just they're just doing the same old stuff. Yeah. Gorillas are doing the same old stuff. Yeah, that, they they haven't invented vehicles that swim for them. They haven't, no. They <laughs>
1: haven't. And they're not yeah, and that's why they're not. Fat, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you look at me when you said that? <laughs> no, I looked at both of us. Uh,
1: no, but this is. Think about. You go back to because you're right. You talk about the wheel and stuff like that, and that's true. That's that's invention, and and that's good. But mm-hmm. but pushing the envelope also has a certain degree of risk to it, and and that's where it came from, I believe. Uh, And we find ourselves in a space to where we use it in everyday life. And we're going to get into some of those stories in regards to what are you doing to push the envelope? What do I do every day? Mm -hmm. Uh, And items like that, but go back in time to, you know the first boats if you will right i look at, at cuz you just went to to the kennedy center not to the yeah, kennedy ago. space center kennedy yeah. space center and you got to you know this is this is nasa's headquarters if you will mm-hmm. and you got to see cuz i was there, i was like do please go do
0: i this. i went because of you um, yeah. you had just done a vacation as well you went and saw it and it blew your mind and I was a little worried because when you came back, you were like, you have to go do this. And, it, you know, when somebody hypes something up, yeah. you wonder, like, oh, am I going to get there? And is it going to live up to the hype or whatever? So I had that in my mind the entire time. Uh, me and my family went on this vacation and went to see the Kennedy Space Center. And I got to tell you, like, it, it lived up to all the expectations that, that you had said, like, this place is amazing. I, I'm not, like, uh, like, totally into the whole space travel thing. Like, I've not geeked out about it, if you will, mm-hmm. until I got there. And you start to just actually see what they were able to accomplish. And like Kennedy, it's called Kennedy Space Center because President Kennedy was the one that announced we're going to do this. Like the U.S., we're going to travel to space. We're going to put a man on the moon. Mm -hmm. And so it was like his speech. And watching that speech made me realize he's not doing this because there's something beneficial Uh, like uh, economically or whatever about landing on the moon. He's doing this because as a species, we need this, like we need hope and we need to explore and push our limits so that uh, we have something to bond together about. And, and I think it was more about that because, you know, you know, the idea of space travel has been debated for my entire life Mm -hmm. Uh, because we pump a lot of money into it. The government does. Right. And so it's like, a lot of people wonder is it worth is it worth it and after what i saw at the kennedy space center i'd say absolutely yeah. uh, because it is us as humans pushing the envelope and without that we might not have all these things we enjoy today like they talk about spin-offs i was on the bus tour and the, the guy driving the bus decided to forget the video that plays on the monitor. I'm going to tell people what they really need to hear. And that is that because of space exploration programs like NASA and um, there's another uh, private one, Blue Orbit, and Elon Musk's, uh, what is it, SpaceX, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lots, of, and, and around the world, too, there's space programs. But because of all these programs, uh, they've invented things that would have never been thought of, yeah. right? Um, you had LASIK surgery, right? Yes. Invented by NASA. Was it really? It initially was to help shuttles dock in space because they had to have precision in cameras to the like below millimeters and 4,000 times a minute be able to capture the exact measurements of what they were doing. They were able to take that technology that they were using for docking spaceships and apply it to lasik surgery. I had no idea. So they're tracking your eye movements at 4000 times a second or whatever to make sure they have the precision to do the the laser shaping of your of your uh, eyes or whatever. So like little thi- not little things, that's a big thing, right? But cell phones, GPS technology, um uh, the the pedic mattresses, the foam mattresses, like all that stuff came from NASA <laughs> or programs like NASA because they needed that stuff. So yeah. what they did was they created a situation where they 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 have a new need for something that's never been thought of before because we're doing something we've never done before.
1: They put themselves in yeah. a space to where they need they 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 discovered new needs, right? In right? space, ne- pun intended. Yeah. Necessity, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Necessity breeds innovation, and yes, I, I'm so like jealous because I I loved the space. I love Kennedy Space Center. I did not have the same experience you did. Like, mm-hmm. you you told me, like, the spinoff stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I think spinoff. I think TV show spinoffs. I'm like, was there a NASA <laughs> show or something? And so you started telling me about yeah. all these things. And you didn't mention the LASIK part. That's fascinating yeah. to me. But you... And I mean, that go back way before NASA when we had never traveled the ocean, right? And and mm-hmm. I mean, the ocean must have been equally as daunting as space is to us. Like, oh, yeah. You can't, you know, you didn't stand and look over the ocean and be like, look, there's another continent over there. You were just like, what is that? What's out there? Mm-hmm. And the people who, who first created something to even float and then said, okay, I'm going to go check this out. And they never came back. And then somebody was like, I may, maybe I'll come back. And they didn't either. And then somebody was like, and then somebody came back and said, you're not going to believe what I saw. Like this is, this is, this is mankind uh, has some sort of weird. And it's not all of us. Cause I don't think I'm brave enough for this, but mankind okay. has some sort of weird commitment to bettering mankind. I, mm. I, I don't know if it's really that reductive, but it's something to it to where it's some people are like, I'm, I'm put here. To bring us to the next step, whatever it is, Elon right. Musk is one of those people. For say, he's yeah. known for the longest time. Uh, we're I will be part of getting us on Mars. Like this has been something he's mm-hmm. been driving for some time now, and not not only that, but look what look what he did with space travel in general—the relanding yeah. of the boosters, right. right? Well, when he first did, like the way he explained it was, uh, can you imagine if every time? Like you took a flight, they just threw away the 747. <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. And, that, and so the first time he had uh, those boosters land, if I don't know if you've ever seen uh, all the montage of all the failed missions before yeah. that. Yeah. It was like, whoa, that means be fail, failure. is good. We talked about this. Yeah. That's a whole lot of good, you know, because they failed over and over and over again. And I was at work and I watched the landing of those boosters live. And it shocked me so deeply that I was like, I know that I'm not being duped here, but there's how is this real? This is way too cool. Yeah. So even, even with space travel that had already been proven, even he pushed the envelope and brought himself to a space to where he made it, um, far more realistic for us to grow beyond anything we could have imagined. So what, what's next? Right. Ugh. I can't,
0: even, I can't. Even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It almost gives you chills thinking, yeah. uh, you know, what we've done as a species mm-hmm. from the dawn of man is actually super incredible. Yeah. And, and it feels exponential too, like you know we started with bowls and wheels mm-hmm. and now we're traveling to space and doing incredible feats that uh you would never you would never think of like hundreds of years ago who would have thought to like go to space like yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> right? no, I can't get up there yeah. you know what I mean like but we found a way to get up there and so now and and think about the fact that like I don't think people really I think a lot of people – have you ever seen those graphs that give you a a comparison of here's the sun and then here's where Mercury would be and then here's Venus and then here's Mm -hmm. Earth and then here's Mars – and and here's Jupiter, and it's way further right. You you get this I, like I was
0: sitting here wondering like, are you using that acronym thing to remember the order of the planets? I am. Because I I forgot it. I,
1: I, I know <laughs> well done. Well, I, but done. I had
0: to change it because <laughs> it used
1: to be my very educated mother just served us nine pizzas, but now Pluto apparently is no longer a planet.
0: Well, so, I thought I thought it was no longer a planet, and then it was a planet again, and the, that's just people I don't know that. I don't know. I don't, know I don't. I don't care. People just <laughs> don't
1: like pizza. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't. Now I forget. Whatever. Anyways, uh,
0: so <laughs> we digress.
1: Yeah. You do this and it's like, I, and I, I'm going to mess up this ratio. Right. But the premise being that those first two, like if, if this microphone was the mic, then here's, uh, so Mercury and then Venus and then here's earth. And then like, you get to like Jupiter and it would be like a thousand feet that way or something like it's ridiculous. Right. And mm-hmm. then you get to like, when you finally get to uh Neptune, it's like, yeah, the, it's like several miles away. The you planets
0: know? exponentially get further yeah. from each other. It's yeah. Ri-
1: ridiculous and that's that's just our solar system
0: that's just our galaxy
1: yeah yeah that's just our solar system so it's like it's our little bubble so even though the fact that we've found a way to get into space uh are we gonna get beyond are we gonna get beyond neptune i'm gonna say without question and it sounds not in my lifetime but without question it's gonna happen
0: because well yeah because mankind will continue to push the on they're gonna find a way dude because that's what we do
1: yeah that's what (laughs) dude not only do we find a way to float on top of the water and do it well enough to where we could actually get somewhere, right? For example, think about the oars, right? Think mm-hmm. of all, all, the, all the guys pulling the oars back in the day. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to do that on land. An oar wasn't a thing. They invented it because right. exactly what you're talking about, right? They invented it for that. Do you and-
0: think they got in the boat and then they're like, oh <laughs> we probably need something to propel us what, what are we supposed to do because you, you know because yeah. that's what we, that's what we do me and you you know like yeah. we don't always think ahead we just no. jump in the just boat jump in and then because we talked about this what's stopping in the what's stopping you podcast which by the way was one of our, our my favorite podcasts that we've done so far and I, we've had a lot of feed, good feedback on it but yeah. like that's how our style has always been like we just jump in yep. and then we're like oh yeah we didn't think of this but You know, we learned from it. Yeah. And and again, at the end of this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more about a scenario where that has happened to us very recently. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I just wonder, like, if the if those people actually jumped in without the oars. The other thing you mentioned, boat. (laughs) So I just I just got off a big vacation. Right. Yeah. Uh, We record the last three podcasts before this one were done in one day. We remember we recorded all three podcasts in one day. And I got some flack for not changing my shirt, but that's <laughs> that's fine. Um, <laughs> but so I went on vacation with my family, been gone. I just got back. We went on a cruise ship. Now, I know you love, we've been on a cruise ship together yeah. before. And I know you've been on a few uh, without me as well. And it's still when I walk up to the cruise ship to get on the, the boat the day it's going to take off, I, I always just look up at it and am like, how? yeah how has somebody figured out how to take tons and tons of steel? yeah, build a city, basically, it's like a miniature city. It's like it's like a Vegas resort, yeah, you know, with as many hotel rooms and bars and and there were ice skating rinks and amphitheaters and swimming pools and water parks and all this stuff on a boat. and somehow it floats and travels thousands and thousands of miles, like. I know how it's unreal how like the what what we've done as a as a species is just absolutely incredible think about this that whole uh, that whole story I gave about are we going to get
1: beyond Neptune and I was like yes of course we are because that's what we're going to end up doing. When we first had our first boats and they were floating, and I love—I mean, yeah, the whole thing about the oar, like they all stood on the boat. <laughs> I obviously, we don't know how this works, Right. I feel like you're right. They stood there like, "What do we do?" Yeah. And then one guy stuck his hand. And he's like, "Guys, yeah, guys, look, everybody do this," yeah. and he just starts paddling with his hand. Right? right. So they were like, "Oh, I'll make a wood stick. and like, let's do it together." And they got something yeah. going. And I doubt anybody said this, but imagine back then, if somebody had said, "You know what's going to happen one day, this boat." is gonna be massive and there's gonna be over a thousand people on it and there's gonna they're gonna serve dinners, there's gonna be entertainment and somebody's gonna be like, you're out of your mind. What are right. you talking about? It's it's gonna be like 13 stories high. Like, yeah. no, it's not. What are you doing? We could barely balance on this little yeah. you know thing we got. But here we are. Mm-hmm. You know and, and and not only that, but imagine what they probably never said was we're we're gonna actually go in the water. We're gonna go nice and deep. We're gonna explore down yeah. there. I, this is it <sighs> We where this, this happens because mankind tries to get, we, we want to get comfortable, but we don't want to be comfortable too long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we're not, we're not a stale species. We want yeah. to, and, and we make a lot of blunders on the way, but we're not a stale species. We want to see what else is out there. I and
0: think, it, yeah, I think every generation wants to feel like their generation made progress in the evolution of yeah. humankind, yeah, right. I agree with. That. I think. I think that's like that's what our goal is, to, or at least to people like,
1: from people from the generation. Some right.
0: people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not everybody, but like I, I think that we all want to feel like we've advanced, mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise you you got like the idiocracy syndrome and, and you're going backwards. And, yeah, and we want to make sure that that's not going to happen, you know, to the best of our abilities. But I think I think that's the drive, right? It's the, the, the same kind of drive, like. I put in into my my YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Like I try to take that idea of what's the next thing, you know, that's that that people are going to want, right? Or that people are going to need. Yeah. Cuz like you said, it's it's necessity is what drives creation mm-hmm. and not just like in a technical space like landing on the moon and stuff, but can also be applied to like everyday life. Like like you're still working at, at a tech job and I'm sure you're doing things in your job that's that's kind of the same way where you're you're looking to advance the status quo yeah. to the next step because like that's where we get ultimately like intrinsically turn our satisfaction from yeah. is knowing that we've done something. I I remember one of my one of my favorite projects I ever worked on when I was at the same company was um, I combined multiple systems that people were using into one and simplified their workflow. And so that a job that used to take 10 minutes now took like two, you know? And so I just knew at the end of the day, I had that satisfaction knowing I created something that made somebody's life better. And I think that ultimately that's like the goal of, of humankind is to, is to make our lives better. Like you said, to get comfortable, but not stay there because what's the next thing to get even more comfortable. Right. Right. And you, and you had to, you had to get
1: uncomfortable to do that. You had to, if you had done poorly on, on that task, then you would have wasted a lot of time and had nothing to show for it. And you Mm -hmm. would have looked very bad. Right. So that was the risk that you took. Right. I I did something similar uh, earlier in my career there where I was brand new. So we, I mean, our, the, the company is a global company and it's all, you know, that's what it is we're in many different countries and we have manufacturing all over the place and there's specialists all over the world. And there's sometimes somebody on the other side of the planet that you, that needs to be on this side of the planet for whatever reason. And when I was learning the company, I was, I was a younger kid at the time, I was learning the company and uh, they said, yeah, there's like one or two people that know what needs to be done here. And I asked him, "So, what needs to happen? Like, what, how do you how does that work?" They said, "Well, they fly them over here. Sometimes it takes a week or two weeks, and and while that's happening, we're you know we're losing a lot of revenue because this system's broken." And I was just couldn't get my head wrapped around it. I'm like, "What?" It's we have cameras, you know that, right? Just have yeah. them look, you know, and they're like, "Oh, it's never going to happen." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" Because on the manufacturing floor, there's there there's from an intellectual property standpoint, it's as that's as high as it gets, right? right? Like you you can work in the company, you can't even you still can't go in. Like right. it's one of those things. Like the amount of scrutiny that one person undergoes in order to get inside manufacturing just on the floor. And even in the floor has its own areas. You can't get in. Yeah. So they said it's laughable. The notion of there being a camera. And that's when I was like, that's what, that's what I'm going to fix. I'm going to fix that. I'm (laughs) going to find a way to fix that because they said that these people were being uprooted from their jobs. I'm sorry, their lives. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it doesn't matter when you hold this position. I don't care what's going on in your life. Pack your bag. You need to get to the other side. And so I was like, I'm going to find a way to do this. I'm going to find a way. And oh, goodness, dude, it was an uphill battle. <laughs> and it was me and one of my, one of our buddies. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just dug in and, and we, I remember we sat down. I was like, here's the deal. We're not giving up until this exists. And I don't care how many people have to fight this. We're going to fix this problem. If it takes two days to a week, to fix something that should have taken five minutes, imagine what that's going to mean to Right. So we, all I did was I, I just kind of partnered with telemedicine and found a way to take what they do and tailor make it for manufacturing. And then we brought it in and the amount of scrutiny I was under was, I can't even, I'm not going to go into it, but the amount of times my job was threatened, one person had the gall to say this could result in jail time. I'm like, you're out of your mind. He's like, this could result in jail time, dude. This is, and I'm like, no, it's not. Just relax. So we got it. We, you know, we just worked enough pieces so that we get a secure way. And what we ended up creating was like an unhackable way to actually get video going on. So we got ourselves into a space to where there was an issue. And they're like, go, oh, but there's some new technology in, in the factory that some dude made. Go figure it out. And so they wheeled over this thing and it had all the right protocols and they fired it up. And the specialist who was over in, I'm just gonna say it was over in Israel mm-hmm. at the time, stepped up to this thing. He said, What how is this happening? It doesn't matter. Move the camera this way, go to the left. You have a light leak. Like he did it like this. Nobody could figure out this problem. He did it like this. And yeah. I was, and I asked him, I said, How long? would you have had this problem before you made the decision to fly him over there? Like probably another 30 days. I'm like, Oh my goodness oh, wow. gracious. And it was a, and it wasn't a small, it's a very like big losing problem. money every
0: minute. Yes. Because of
1: the, yes. Problem. Cause you know how manufacturing works. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and it was a huge, huge deal. And I was like, okay, that is pushing the envelope. I risked a lot to get there, but I brought manufacturing to the next level of collaboration You know what I mean? In regards to they never ever. And that was that was probably when I came up with that phrase, because I kept saying we don't do it like this. There's never been cameras in the factory ever. And I was like, nothing's ever been done till the first time it's been done.
0: Yeah. Just
1: do it. Just get it
0: done. It is interesting, though, because like you said, you were fought kind of along the way, too, because there is that there was a, a big culture at this place of. Uh, This is the way we do it. Yes. Right. And so when you had people like me and you who like pushing the envelope and like seeing uh, how we can enhance things and and further advance the company, we were fought. Uh, We had to we had to push through a barrier of people wanting to shut us down. And so like had to learn to just have that kind of like tenacity and drive to get through all that kind of corporate garbage. Yeah. And that's what it was like these people this just, Oh, well this, we've been doing it this way for 20 years. It works. What's why change it? Yeah. And, like there's way too many of those people that are just like stuck in the mud. Yep. And um, yeah, there may be some listeners too, that, that have that as well. And maybe this would be a good chance to, to think about whether or not you're one of those people. Well, yeah, well, that, but,
1: but, I, and see, and I'm going to double down on that because I think that when, I don't think people are, some people are naturally like that. I, I'll get with you on that. But I think that some people are kind of beat into that position. You're, you're, right. you're looking at one of them right now. So that, that I did that for. Well,
0: it gets tiring. I did. It It gets tiring it, that dude, having I, to fight to, to make change.
1: Yes. Right. I, my mo, I, a couple years ago, right. It was like, I've done this a several, like a handful of times for our business, but a couple years ago, I started on a new endeavor and it was when, it was actually about four years ago, and I started a new endeavor in regards to augmented reality, mixed reality. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to integrate it um, into our everyday operations in a specific part of the factory. And the, the point being, I don't need to go into details, but the bottom line is, sometimes a problem occurs, and there's only one type of person that can do it. And I was like, we can get around this. It, with the right augmented reality, it'll just tell anybody who doesn't know anything on how to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Right? It sounds ridiculous, but this is, this is something that we can do. I, I, I'm very confident in this. So I started looking into it, started putting some stuff together, got the right developers in place. And the headgear back in the day was like a giant beach ball on my head right <laughs> now. I, I know that, I mean, this is four years ago, yeah. but I mean, like true, like augmented reality was like a $20,000 P it was so big. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's not going to be like this, but we got to start somewhere. we got to get our processes yeah. at our feet. And my boss was like giving me a lot of static for it. And I love the dude. I really do. He's not my boss anymore. I, I like the guy a lot. And he was giving me a lot of static for it. He's like, what are you doing? This is never going to go anywhere. And I was like, dude, you got to, you got to just trust me on this. Okay. Like what had happened was I wrote an abstract and I didn't win the abstract, but the person who was like the big decision maker said, yeah, this is not going to win, but I want you to fund whatever this guy wants. It was weird. They were <laughs> like, this is, this is like a different competition, but that just, just whatever he wants. So I got the funding I wanted, did what I needed to do. And I just got static, static, static. And I got to a point to where I was with my boss. Here I am. Here's the risk factor. I was like, what is it that you're asking me to do that I'm not doing? Because if you can tell me what I'm not doing that you're asking me to do, I'll stop doing this project. Like we got in an argument Mm -hmm. and he's like, well, I guess nothing. And so I just kept going with it. And he's like, but it's too, and everybody was like, it's too bulky. It's too expensive. It's too slow. I'm like- All of that is going to improve. It's going to get cheaper. It's going to get faster. It's going to get lighter. Just trust me
0: on this. They just released a new a new one. Yes, Meta did, and and it's it's like yeah okay now we're getting in that that space. Exactly. They're like like, definitely going to like yeah eventually we're just gonna have lenses, contact lenses in our eyes. So in the factory
1: you have to wear protective eyewear, and I'm like it's just it's going to be down to a visor in the future, and they're like it's not going to. I'm like the the answer is yes, that's where it's going. It's going to get there. I know it's big and bulky now, and it's expensive. But it's going to be so cheap that it's going to be almost disposable, and it's going to be something just protective eyewear. That when it's on there, I said, imagine this world to where everybody in the factory is wearing these because they have to anyways. And all of a sudden, there's an actual emergency, right? And people have to get out. You know how big those factories are. Imagine if it just paints the ground. Follow the blue line, and mm-hmm. you're out, right? Like this. Like that's just a small little example. It's a microcosm example. Yeah. And so I, you know, we fought. We fought, and um. And I, and I kept going, it was actually, we actually did a pretty good pilot. It was actually really, really neat. We can talk about it later, but I did a good pilot and it was well-received, but it was still too bulky and whatever. I said, guys, just get the teams in place. I need people who can develop this. I need people who can storyboard this. That's it. Mm -hmm. Get it in place because when the technology is ready, we need to be ready. Right. You know, and so I, I was fought and fought and I just, I, I, I wasn't strong enough and I started to get really tired and I finally said, okay, sunset it. I, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm becoming a grumpy old man. And so I stopped. And it was like two months ago, the head article on our main page was about augmented reality in the factory. Really? Yeah. Somebody else
0: picked it up. Somebody
1: else picked it up. Yeah. Which is good, which is wonderful, by the way. Uh, And my, my, my old boss sent it to me and said, you were just too early. And I was like, come on, dude. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? And I, I, my response was always as in, that's the only way you can do it. You, you're yeah. like, wait, wait, what do you want me to do? You want me to wait until it's reality and our competitors have mastered it. And we yeah. can say, okay, let's have a talk.
0: Right. Like get on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you wait you wait, you have the idea. You wait, somebody else does it. And then you just say, that was my idea. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, That's, that's all your idea. Yeah, right? just say that.
1: No, it was so frustrating because I was like, I, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. The old me would have done what I did with the original stuff. And, uh, I would have been like, well, you know, if you want to fire me, fire me, What do what you want to do. This is what my company needs. I'm doing this. Yeah. And, and I, but I just, I just got really tired and I was like, okay, it I'll, happens. I'll, you know, I'll shut it down. It I don't happens. Care. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I get that. I get that. I, I think that, you know, just every once in a while, we kind of need that kick in the pants of, yeah. of not being complacent. Right. And, and realizing that w- we can do better, be better, make better things, you know, if we just don't get too comfortable and say, I'm happy with everything the way it is. Yeah. You know, and that's, it, it kind of goes into a lot of our podcast topics so far have, have had that kind of undertone to them of like, this is, this is hopefully somewhat inspiring these conversations to those, those people that have gotten in that space that have given up the fight, you know, to, as a reminder of like, this is actually kind of in, in our DNA, you know what I yeah. mean? Like mankind, humans are, are kind of, pre-wired to want to make things better and explore things and and learn things you know like for me I I love learning things so like I said I wasn't really like into the into the whole space travel thing like it it never really like I I didn't it didn't dawn on me just like how incredible it was until I was there in person Mm -hmm. and now I'm just like wow, you know, like I loved that experience because it was something new and something I hadn't really dove into before until I was there. And now I now I want to like start watching documentaries and listening to podcasts and stuff about, you know, space exploration. You know, we almost had a chance to see the... Um, uh, Artemis launch. It was supposed oh, to launch. We were, so in, jelly. we were literally in Cape Canaveral um, the day it was supposed to launch. They scrapped it. But they scrapped it. Yeah. And we it scrubbed. Scrubbed, scrapped. Scrub. That's, scrubbed, that's scrubbed the, the launch. scrub Some kind of leak or, <laughs> or hurricane. I don't know. Anyway, we were super disappointed we didn't get to see that because that would be an incredible experience to the point now that I'm like, if there ever was a launch schedule that was like most likely going to happen, like maybe I'd think about actually going and trying to see it. Yeah, you know, you know, like like now I'm like that jazzed about the whole oh, yeah. idea
1: of, of space travel. I would love to see it and and seeing that first was a, a Apollo was the the first one. Like all the different chambers, like you went into that big hangar where it was above you. Yeah, right. Go back in time. To when they were just making it and trying to, how are we going to do this? We got to get through this atmosphere, then we got to separate, and then that booster kicks off. Imagine being a person in the capsule, like, I. I really hope this goes well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, fortunately, a few times it didn't. I know. But uh, I think the first one, they, the first rocket they ever launched uh, into space was actually just a ballistic missile that they got from the military. Yeah, I think you're it, right, yeah. No human on board, but they just shot it up and to see if they could get out yeah. of the atmosphere. Yeah. So, you know, you start somewhere. Like, there's a message there, you know? Like, yeah. the guys that jumped in the boat without the oars. Got- we're, we're, we're kind of guessing, but, uh, you know, you start somewhere, you know? Well, look
1: how many people lost their lives trying to create flight. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like all, all human, I mean, human, I mean, imagine if I had to guess back before we ever flew, uh out of a hundred people, how many thought that we were never going to fly was probably 99 of them, Yeah. right? So there's always, there's that one person who's like, no, it's going to happen. There's a, it's going to happen. And you go, you, you look back at like, uh I'm, oh boy, was it, uh gosh, who was it, man? I think it was Da Vinci, is the one who uh, was able to recognize that the, the the air, it's just the ocean. It's just not as dense. You know what I mean? So he would see like like fish. So I might be wrong about it being Da Vinci, but it may have been Galileo. I, have, I don't know. But he was able to see like uh, the way that uh, fish would swim and they could swim up and down. And he would look at birds and be like, it's just an ocean. We just have to learn how to how to use it. That's all it is. Yeah. We don't feel it because it's like it's
0: air. It's a, yeah. yeah.
1: You know what I mean? But you go fast enough, and you stick your hand out the window. You're like, oh, I get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. I this is a point where I wish my my memory was better because like I like Willy Wonka, right? And so there was like we are the the dreamers, the music makers. You remember that quote from Willy Wonka? Yes, Some, but no, I don't remember. But I know. Yeah, yeah. About. And so like that was Willy Wonka's way of saying like this is this is us. Like this is what we do. As a species is we dream up new ways to 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 live, you know, Mm -hmm. and so speaking of Willy Wonka, like we were talking about real things back a little bit, pushing the envelope. Um, I wanted to kind of tie in like so we talked about like our work environment and how we push the envelope there. But I know a lot of people listening to this podcast also are very interested in our content creation side of of our lives right
1: is there such a thing as pushing the envelope and content creation exactly that yeah. that's
0: a very like loaded and big question in itself and so i i wanted to see if i could figure out a way when we talked about this being a topic of of can i talk about something in the content creation space where i might have been pushing the envelope and i was thinking back to um season eight of hermitcraft when i decided to embrace uh willie wonka you know, I wanted to build the fact. I, the main thing was I, I just was like really into Willy Wonka. It was an anniversary for it, and I, the idea of building the factory seemed like a really cool feat to accomplish in in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And uh, lore in in like the Minecraft space was becoming more popular uh, like the Dream SMP were doing a lot of lore based you know character development storytelling uh there was other SMPs doing it as well we did it here and there uh in, in in Hermitcraft but I decided you know what this is my chance it's kind of an experimental season of Hermitcraft and my chance to to kind of dive into that space so I started to try to include a little bit of lore into my content and for me I guess that that was one way of pushing the envelope and then the more I thought about it I was like well actually season it was an experimental season and we we deemed it that because all of us were pushing the envelope in that season, and trying to see what we could get away with—custom textures, um, certain mods that we would use that weren't in the vanilla game, the way that uh, we designed our communities, uh, having a shorter season, and really just trying to like go for it—you know—and see how much we could get done in a short amount of time, mm-hmm. and still build character development and, and have uh, new lore added. I think Azuma took on a character that he developed a huge amount of lore uh, around, and both him and I kind of stumbled in, in that space a little. Bit where went a little bit too far and kind of got a little cringy and and kind of not everybody accepted it. But again, that's the risk, dude. Exactly. We knew this was experimental and we wanted to the ability to take risks because even if even if it did sort of fall flat, there was something to be learned from it. Okay, Uh, I pushed it a little too far to where it wasn't desirable. So now I can pull it back and now I know exactly like where I should land next time. And so this season, I've got a little bit of lore behind my character with. The, the Dwarven vibe and I'm um, living in a mountain and I'm digging the, to the the deep, you know, the, the keep in the deep and, and all the stuff. And there might be a little bit more lore sprinkled in. We have other stuff going on in the server, the king's storyline at the moment. And there's some more to come that is uh, now we've kind of, we've found our way, mm-hmm. but the only way we would have found our way is if we took that first step. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you stumble and that's you, right. And you pick yourself up and you learn from it. Right.
1: Imagine if this season, instead of doing uh, the, the, the dwarf stuff. Imagine if you did Willy Wonka again, right? I mean, how stale would that be? Right. You know, then that's just it. So instead, so you took another risk, you, you made a kind of a calculated risk, but the bottom line is that it could have been not well received, you know, and that, and that, so in the world of content creation, you have to do the same thing where you're, you're kind of risking some things. I, I did a bit on one of my solo skis ones a while ago where I was, it was the sky burger. And I put together a little speaker, like a drive through. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, like writing out the script and, and doing all this stuff. And, and when I recorded it, you know, I was like, this might, you know, th- w- welcome to Sky Burger where our smiles <laughs> are as tasty as our food. And then I like scripted the back and forth. So I'd be, yeah. I was the patron and I was the worker and I did the whole, like, you know, uh, modulation with the voice. So it sounded like, you know, like, like a speaker, the actual yeah. speaker yeah. and the whole time I'm doing it, I'm all this, this might, this might suck. I mean, that's just it. This might yeah. be awful. And, and Or I might find it funny and I'm going to release it and somehow it's going to, I don't know, it'll offend somebody or, or it, it's going to fall. Like they're going to be like, that wasn't, that was just really stupid. What are you doing? What are these stupid little skits you're doing? Right. This is the risk I took, but I wanted to bring another dynamic to my show that I, to be quite honest, didn't see a whole lot of Minecraft videos. Yeah. You don't see that, that type of stuff very often, but I wanted to do it because it was It was going to sort of make or break me in that moment. It's either going to be like, Skiz is good at this improv stuff or, or they're good at this, like these little skits that he does, or this dude's a moron, you know what I mean? Or, or maybe a little both, but I was mm-hmm. fine. I was fine with it. I was fine because I was like, I'm, I'm too comfortable and I want to push it. I want to make the content uh, something a little bit better. And I think this is going to do it. And I'm not just, I'm not just throwing darts with my eyes closed. I, I, I this is, I think I'm, this is going to work. You know what I mean? And that's the other thing is that if to make things better, this is, this is a very unpopular phrase of mine. Okay. I'm going to say it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm talking to everybody right now. So listen up. Pause for effect. Uh, We've all heard the phrase different is better. I'm telling you here and now that is crap. That is absolute crap. Different is not better. Better is different. And why I'm saying it like that is because too many people think that just the sheer idea of just be doing something different with no thought mm-hmm. results in better it has better results. That might be the, cha- the case like 0.01% of the time. But in reality, when you want to make things better, identify what you want to be better about your life and for the people in front of you, right? For the, the, the future, the future of mankind, mm-hmm. be deliberate about what you're trying to do and then get brave, Right. And that's why I always say people's like, well, different's better. I'm like, no, it's not. Better is different. Like, you know, and and like, it's, it's to the point to where sometimes different is better like that. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. Different isn't better. Better is different. And those are very different things. And Mm -hmm. when you, when you just switch those two words, You'll find yourself in this space to where you get very clear optics on what it is to identify what's better. What are the the uh the gems to get there, the milestones to get there? And now you can start marching. And the whole time you have to be at peace with the fact that there might be risk involved and you might be in a worse spot than you were in. But that's right. what rolling the dice is. Yeah. That's what that is what going forward and, and being very deliberate about pushing the envelope is. And there's, I think there's very I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm willing to bet that at least the people listen to us, probably at least 10% of them are, are among the crowd that always want to make something better. They want to be a part of what it is to do what you're saying yeah. in regards to bring mankind to the next level, or at least play a little piece in that chapter, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. There's something behind it. Like I was saying before, like when, when Kennedy gave the speech that we we're going to the moon, there was a lot going on in the world at that time. And Uh, I think what he saw in that moment was that we needed something to bring us all together for a common cause and that the idea of tackling something we've never tackled before would do that, would give us hope, would give us reason to come together as, uh, you know, in, in this case, Americans and like strive for something together that that would like have a bond right a commonality between us and and then that way it's bigger than us and we forget about all the other petty stuff (laughs) right and so that's the kind of thing that i think as we continue this process to push the envelope in future endeavors like that's what motivates us as a species so we should continue to do so yeah you
1: know and i think i don't think we're ever going to change i i think I think that it's going to be, I don't know how much longer mankind's going to be here. I don't know. None of us do. Uh, but during our entire journey, it's almost like if there was a book that was just beginning to end of, 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 of you know, like whenever the end is going to be or whatever, uh, that book would be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. In regards to all the different improvements we have made or whatever. And I talk about, are we going to get past Neptune? And I say, of course we are. So then the question is like, well, what's next? I mean, what is right. next? You know, and, and a lot of people are going to say, no, it actually does become impossible at that point because I mean, we hear about, I mean, we know what a light year is right. And, mm-hmm. and to think about if we wanted to get to another galaxy or whatever, it's you're talking, it's you, you hear about millions of light years away. It's like, we haven't even been around for a million years. Right. Imagine we've been traveling the speed of light that whole time. You're like, are we there yet? Or like not, not even close.
0: Who's to say we can't figure out how to fa- travel faster than the speed of light? Exactly. That or, yeah. I mean, I know,
1: you know, wormholes are, uh, are are in theory and I get that. But that's, uh, everything was a theory before it was no longer a theory. It's right. the same same energy, right? Yeah. How are we going to do it? I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to find a way. We're going to find a way because we just always do. Yeah. We always find that way. And that's, what, that's something that with all the... Uh, many, many, many faults that mankind has. Uh, there's, there's beauty in mankind that we cannot turn a blind eye to. Mm-hmm. There, there's something very special about who we are. There's something very dark about who we are too. And it makes me sad. It keeps me up at night, but there's something so magical about who we are. And I, and I look at, you know, I talk all about the time we haven't done in a while, but because my wife and I have been so busy, but we, foster, right? Mm-hmm. Think of just for a second, just take in the concept of one species like dedicating its life to helping a completely different species. You know, I mean, I mean mm-hmm. think about that. that. That that's that's the part of mankind that is just that's that's the wonder that's one of the wonderful parts of mankind. Yeah. And I think that our desire to explore and our desire to push the envelope and just get better no matter how small just is, it makes us great. And, and, and I, have I'm saying to the people listening right now as well, right now, right now, dude, somebody has something going on at work that they know they could make better, but they just, they just kept their mouth shut. They know they can make it better, yeah. but they kept their mouth shut for some reason. They don't, it's not that they think they know how to do it. They actually know what needs to be done. They know the steps, but for some, maybe they were beat down or maybe they feel like they've never really had a voice. Mm-hmm. Maybe they tried and it fell on deaf ears. I'm here telling you, um, go, go, go fight for it. Just go do it. Yeah. You know, and this is bad for me to say this, considering I'm just talked about how tired I am or whatever, but th- go do it. If it's something that's going to make the place better and you know it is, this is the better is different and you know how to do it because your experience has, and you are squandering your experience. Yeah. You're squandering what the people in front of you need. And because for whatever reason, so just tuck the reasons aside and just go get forceful and just, and get it done and watch what ends up happening.
0: Yeah. You know, be part the, of it. The alternative of, of not doing it and then regretting it the rest of your life is, it's not, it's not the better choice. Yeah. Right. It's so not. go get it. Wow. Um, we promised an announcement. I think it's about that time in the podcast where we start to wrap up. And uh, so now would be a good chance to tell people. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's get into the reason why we're going to make it. Ch- uh, we're pushing the arm. Um, well, okay. I'll, I'll back up. <laughs> I'll back up. This is a hard one to just jump into. So, we we pushed the envelope on our Imp and Skiz channel in Mm -hmm. in a way. We tried something new and um, we got in the boat without oars. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, Imp and Skiz. No you regrets, got, by the way. Yeah. So none. if you're listening on if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, whatever you're listening on, uh, this may not uh mean much to you, but to our YouTube audience, uh, we grew a channel on YouTube, the Imp and Skiz channel, to over hundred thousand subscribers, which is amazing. We have a silver play button. Thank you guys so much. You're amazing. Yeah. Um and we built that channel based off of our Minecraft content together. We we did some Skyblock series. We did Naked and uh, Scared series and some other things. We've tried uh, some random things on the channel as well that has been fun. But the, the bulk of the channel has been Minecraft up until this point when we started introducing the video portion of this podcast mm-hmm. onto the channel. Now what we're seeing is um, we're, we're, we're kind of like... A video of Minecraft and then a video of a podcast, maybe a couple. And it's kind of like we're sprinkling in different types of content that our subscribers um, may not all want to see everything of. And, you know, we also have the pressure of the YouTube algorithm not enjoying the fact that some videos get views while other ones don't and things like that. But also just the main fact that we've kind of divided our content styles on the same platform or same channel and we were looking at it and we decided that uh maybe it's time to make a change with, yeah with how we do that so
1: we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and close the infant skiz channel yeah and I'm
0: just well, we're going to take our silver play button <laughs> and run. Now. We're kidding. We're kidding.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, we are going to continue these podcasts and both yeah. audio and video. But we are going to launch a new YouTube channel that's going to be just for these podcasts yeah. now. And I don't regret anything that we did. I don't. We we took it. We didn't know how we wanted to do this. And our very first one is titled, How Did We Get Here? And we started by being like, we like, don't like, we know we don't what know we're doing. doing. Yeah. yeah, we're just going to try this. But it took uh both of us to actually l- kind of look at like our videos if you will mm-hmm. and we were like what what are we doing this is so right. this is such a confusing channel yeah. and it sucks that we had to get as far as we did in the podcast to realize oh that's that what well, yeah that was oops but that's okay yeah. i'm fine with the oops i'm not okay with oops and let me oops again right? right so so we're taking a peek at this and we're like okay we we've learned what we needed to learn um I was, I was worried one of us was going to learn that we don't like doing podcasts. And what I learned is we both really like doing podcasts. Right. So in regards to wanting to continue, that seems to be a no brainer. We're going to do that, mm-hmm. but we are going to do it on a totally different channel that we're going to launch. So the, he it was so new that we can't, we don't even know. I
0: haven't even, from. I haven't actually officially created the right is Podcast channel, and that's what we'll title it, Impenskiz Podcast." So you know what you're there for. Yeah. Like that's the main thing. Is like I, I didn't want to bait and switch. We didn't want to bait and switch everybody and say, "No, this channel is now our podcast channel." Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go back to having this channel. If you're watching it on the YouTube gaming only, this channel is our gaming content. Yeah, we're called gaming content because we may do more than just Minecraft in the future. Um, and then our new channel, the Impenskiz Podcast channel, we'll put a link in the description. It will be there by the time this podcast actually comes out, so you can yeah. go check that out. And because I know some of you uh, may not have made it to this part of the video, obviously you're not here and not listening to this anyway, but there will be people that maybe didn't make it. We'll post an announcement on the channel next week when the podcast is supposed to come out. Isn't that so weird? I'm talking to the people Jeez. not here yet. Yeah, anymore. yeah. To you yeah. people not listening to me. Yeah. They're just out there. They're like, I
1: feel weird right
0: yeah, now. No. What is it? You're, my nose is itching. Something must be. No, your about ears are burning. Ears are burning. <laughs> there's, there's multiple. There's No, there's multiple saves. Is there? Yeah. I. That's a thing, too. I really heard... Depending my- on where you grew up, maybe. I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> My, my nose is itchy. That's I'm the like, thing. Oh. I'm telling you, there will be people in the comments to say if you're I can't no, not. That means somebody <laughs> is thinking about you or something. You might be wrong. Right. So on your remember the,
1: remember the, this thing, the emotes we were talking the about, about I, the
0: praying hands. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we looked it up and I said, it's, it's I think it's two people high five. And I said, I could be wrong. And then the chat's like, no, it's, it's, it's pray. So I went and I went to my phone and I typed in pray and this came up yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I was like, you know what? I typed in high five. This came up. So I'm like, oh, it's oh, both. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: yeah, both. Well, whether your ears are burning or your nose is itchy, uh, make sure you subscribe to the Infant Kids podcast channel, linked in the description below. And uh, and that's where we'll be posting them from now on. And like I said, we'll put an announcement again next week because I'm sure people will be looking for the podcast and on our, our normal channel. So yeah. we're going to do that. We're going to we're gonna make a change. We're going to split off and we're going to correct course because that's what you do. Once you get on the boat and you forgot your oars, you go and we get an oar. That's right? what you do. So, <laughs> you figure
1: it out. We, we learned what we needed to yeah. learn. We're going to change it over the infant skiz podcast channel. Uh, yeah. And then maybe, okay, maybe we'll even have another one after that
0: in the future. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about infant Skiz IRL uh, Infant Skiz IRL. Yeah. We, we actually have a document with like what we would do if we ever oh get gosh. this like time to, to do an infant skis IRL. And there's some really crazy fun ideas that we want to do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: Yeah. We'll get there. But for the but it's it's baby steps, right? And so yeah. the I you know I know I really leaned into the different is and better better is different. We learned what we needed to to learn. We learned mm-hmm. what we needed to learn. Uh, we know what will make this better in the long run, and it's going to hurt. This is going to hurt, man. Yeah, uh, starting a new channel. But believe me, for anybody who thinks like they just want to have a lot of channels, I'm somebody's got to be thinking that. No, we don't. Yeah. This kind of sucks. But I, I
0: we, we want to decorate the entire wall with yeah. silver play buttons. Yeah, that's that's our that's whole it. goal. It's so, it's, no, is that normal? No. That's everybody. no We want to make sure that people are subscribing for what they expect. Yes. and in this case, there are a lot of subscribers here on the Infants Kids Channel expect our Minecraft or gaming content, mm-hmm. and we we threw in something else. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, what? Is, is this? this. What so, is this? So yeah, when you go to the Infants Kids podcast channel, you're going to get Infants Kids podcast, and you know what you're getting into. And I would love it if you guys came over. Yeah. Uh hope we don't lose you, and uh come with us. Yeah. We got we got more podcasts. Oh, going we're going to keep going. We're going to yeah. keep going. So lots more ideas. The um, next one's we've already got our next one planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to change my t-shirt. But, no, uh, I'm not going to change my shirt either. I might roll this one up one more sleeve. No, I and have then... a, I have a plan. I'm going to put a hat on. There you so go. I at least look different. There you go. Yeah.
1: And it'll be the next one should be on the new channel. Yeah. That's exciting. Ooh, new channel, new look.
0: Ooh, Yeah. We got
1: to move all of these over.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. Logistics. I'll figure it out. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us. Another fun podcast. We'll see you guys on the new channel next week.